Welcome to this week's episode of the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast. My name is Steve Lyons. I am president of a company called Vineline Logistics based here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. To start our conversation, I wanted to make sure that we're all on the same page about what the logistics industry is and what it looks like to work in the logistics industry. So I asked Steve for a definition. Funny enough, I just asked my uh, five-year-old this the other day on, on camera. We shared something on LinkedIn. It's just funny to hear how kids boil it down, right? So Carter, in your own words, can you tell everyone who's listening in what logistics is? You don't know. Do you ever see trucks out on the road? Big, big trucks? I saw one yesterday. You saw one yesterday? I saw a truck that picked up the trash can when I was outside and and it grabbed it and then it put it in Oh, so you saw a dump truck? I was talking about, well, I saw a dump truck the other day and, you know, isn't logistics about trucks? And so... Good morning, Grand Rapids. We're sharing the stories of the people and businesses who call Grand Rapids home. This week, we're hearing about Vineline Logistics, a company that has 15 years of history, but feels like an energetic, bold, and fast-growing startup. So stay tuned to hear how they're setting themselves apart in a pool of 91,000 similar companies by providing an exceptional level of care to customers, carriers, vendors, and employees right from the heart of Grand Rapids. All right, let's go back to what the logistics industry is. And really what it boils down to is logistics is coordinating, getting something from point A to point B. I think the best way to explain it from the consumer perspective is like walking into a grocery store and knowing that everything that is on those shelves had to be transported from somewhere. And it's likely from warehouse to warehouse. It's going all the way from where it's being grown in the fields to being packed, boxed, put into a truck and kept refrigerated at the right temp all the way through. So when you do walk into a store and you can see physical products on the shelves, it's almost like working your way backwards. How did that get here? Well, it got there on a truck. You know, you look at the highway and you look at how many trucks are all over the place you know, you can count a hundred just driving on the road over a course of maybe a half hour or less. So there's always a movement of product and it has to get on truck and move somewhere. And with all of the movement from state to state, warehouse to warehouse, from source to store, it takes a significant amount of coordination to get product moved safely and on time. And often businesses will work with a third party company to coordinate that transportation process. And in our particular business, being a third-party logistics company, we don't own any assets. So the relationships that we um, build with our carrier partners is uh, the backbone of how we transport our customers' product from point A to point B. And so we're very thankful for the drivers out there that put in the hard work to make that happen. But each industry and how product is, is transported and coordinated is, has its own little intricacies. We have to pay special close attention to that because it isn't just as easy as, oh, it gets on the truck and goes to where it needs to go. There's a lot of coordinating and organizing information that needs to get to the right people at the right time. 
So Vineline Logistics' role is to coordinate the entire shipping process from pickup to delivery, working closely with their customers and carriers to ensure that product is delivered safely, efficiently, and on time. And they have a long history of providing excellent service to customers and carriers from right here in West Michigan. So in 2008, uh, my dad was uh, buying and selling produce, uh, mostly within this West Michigan local area, servicing some large distribution companies. And, and amongst that was a food service provider who had reached out to him and they were having difficulty um, arranging transportation in one of the major produce growing regions, which is California. And so they reached out to him having known they were close with him from the standpoint of buying and selling produce and just asked, is this something that you're familiar and do you know how to make this happen? And um, my dad's always been very entrepreneurial and and absolutely taken up on their challenge and, and, and knew of a couple avenues of where he could explore to make it happen. And so that is where the company originally started was servicing one food service provider with produce transportation from California into the Midwest. And at the time it was called Custom Logistics. And then it transitioned into servicing other clients. So my brother was working at another uh, local uh, logistics company at the time. My dad had asked if he could come over and help him. This was back in 2010. Vineline Logistics roots trace back to 2008 when Steve's father, Gary Lyons, founded the company to solve a transportation problem for one client and grew it from there. And Steve joined the company in 2013, bringing experience and background in supply chain management and marketing. I remember the day before I started with the company, I asked my dad, I said, what specifically do you want me to do tomorrow? I knew I knew I was wanted to be involved in sales and I needed to get my feet wet and understand everything. And he said, I want you to go learn everything. And I go, what, what, it, like, do you want me to start somewhere? And he goes, you can start wherever you want, but I want you to go learn everything. And so at the time we were in a produce facility. So there's a warehouse and there's office space and there's buyers and there's uh, accounting and, and all the different departments. Right. And so I just got out in the warehouse and I was looking at what was coming in on trucks and understanding how we received product, how we shipped product. Um, and who those customers were, who were all the people that were involved, and really was just a sponge for a while uh, until he started making calls to try to produce some sales. And from there, realized we needed to have that branding that was specific to the produce industry because that's that's the industry that we serviced. So uh, we rebranded under the name Vine Line Logistics. Produce grows on the vine, and. That was the focal point for our industry. So we wanted to incorporate that. And then line is the shortest point from A to B. And so we rolled out the name Vine Line Logistics and and started to create a website and, and material that specifically targeted these produce buyers and shippers. After rebranding and growing as Vine Line Logistics, they also developed their own fleet of vehicles, adding Vine Line Trucking to the business. In 2018, they merged with another produce company to create Vineline Produce. So they ended up with Vineline Logistics, Vineline Trucking, and Vineline Produce in this joint Vineline group. In 2021, uh, a company came in and wanted to purchase the produce company, the logistics, and the trucking. As part of that, my dad was 50-50 partners with the previous ownership, and as part of the buyout, he was able to take Vineline Logistics and spin it off into its own standalone company. So for the first time in 2021, we became our own 
not associated with any parent company, not associated with a larger group of companies. We were on our own. And that was the moment that it was me, I think, and four or five other people at the time. In December of 2021, shortly after Vineline Logistics spun off into its own company, Steve was promoted to president of the company, now taking leadership over the small team. Steve says that during those early days, they felt like a startup. They worked together in a co-working space in downtown GR. They had lots of energy and big goals, and they were already seeing lots of growth, and they were hungry for more. About six months from there, we moved into this brand new office for us. And you know, that, that timeline and kind of all that it took to get there was a lot of this movement and the ultimate like being on our own, everybody that was associated with this wanted to be a part of a a growth journey. And you could just tell everybody was taking it more seriously. And we started knocking on more doors and getting more people to want to do business with us. And it has been a blast. Uh, Now that we are in here, it's 2023 and we've been in this office now for coming up on one year. It's been a wild ride. And, you know, it sounds cliche, but we're just getting started. And Vineline Logistics has seen tremendous growth, even just in the last couple of years. But one of the major changes that they've implemented to expand their service offering is providing transportation for more than just produce. The last three years uh, is when we started to navigate into these other industries or other what would be considered commodities. So produce would be a commodity. We were working with a number of food service providers, some of them, uh, some of the largest nationally. And we were hauling produce, but it asked them, you know, what else are you hauling, right? I mean, you're a food service company. It's got to be essentially everything. And since we were hauling some of their most difficult freight being produce, they were open to the idea of allowing us to get involved in other arenas. And from there, it was like the floodgates open because then we're hauling everything from dry goods, canned goods, spoons, knives, forks, napkins, right? All these different things that you're wondering, or I was wondering, like, I can't believe we didn't ask some of these questions prior. But I'm thankful we did when we did it because it it opened up our eyes to you take care of a customer's difficult shipments. And a lot of times they're going to be open-minded to, well, if they can handle that, they should be able to handle this, pointing to whatever the larger bucket is. That's where we opened kind of our capabilities. And and as customers started offering us different options, we realized we needed to expand our service menu. And it became extremely relational with what we offer today is a product of what our customers had asked for over the years. And so this business was really almost created out of the needs of the customer instead of specifically what we wanted. We were just being very responsive. We still do produce and are proud to still say we're very good at doing it. But yeah, our capabilities have expanded quite a bit. One of the important components of a third-party logistics provider is their technical capability. What services they can offer and how well they can coordinate more challenging shipments. But in a pool of 91,000 similar brokerages and agencies, capabilities aren't necessarily what make this Grand Rapids company unique. For logistics, you are setting yourself apart a little bit in terms of what your capabilities are, what your technical capabilities are. But I don't think that's enough to set yourself apart. And and so where we've been thinking more lately is that some of the larger brokerages, more well-known ones, have taken on this model that feels very call center-esque. It's very 
high call frequencies, which translates into quota. So people are having to make hundreds of sales calls a day. You walk in and it appears as a call center. And so I wanted to be able to really hone in on this relational aspect. And so we don't, and we have been vocal about this, we don't want thousands of customers. That's not the goal here. The goal is to have a smaller number of customers that we can be very relational with and we can ask the questions that gets us a few layers deeper to becoming a true partner. And and that means you can't do it with as many people. And so I believe that that sets us apart. And I think those that work with us can really truly see the care that each customer we bring on is a big deal here. And everybody at the company knows the customers we bring on and it's exciting. And when we do it and we make that customer aware that it's a big deal for us. In addition to their people-focused and relational approach to business, Vineline is unique in that they have the experience and knowledge of a company that was established in 2008 with the energy, boldness, and growth of a company that launched just within the last couple of years. The people that are starting to pay more attention are the ones that are realizing that there is a growth happening and they want to be a part of it, right? Employees want to be a part of it because they want to get on the ground floor of a company. Um, There's customers we work with that want to be a part of it because they can see whether it be the community impact we make or whether we're able to employ more people and they feel part of that and they feel like they were supporting us. And the same thing with our carrier partners. They want to get their foot in the door now to be part of something. And I think everybody wants to be part of something. They want to be a part of a growth journey, a success story. And so as the 91,000 logistics companies are all gunning for the same business, right? To separate ourselves truly, we're going to have to do an incredible job at telling our story and telling the growth journey and why people should be a part of that. And, And what does it mean for them when we do partner with them? How can they feel like we truly care? Their capabilities and experience make Vineline great to work with. Their growth journey makes them exciting to follow and get involved with. But that relational and caring aspect is ultimately at the heart of what they're doing. And that's not just for customers. But we have multiple parties that we're, that we're taking care of. Of course, our customers, our vendors, it could be tech vendors, people giving us office supplies all the way to um, our transportation management system, right? Carriers, which is the trucking companies, and then our employees. So we have these like four different parties that we're having to appease in different ways. They each want something different. And so each one needs care in a different capacity. The care that we provide our employees is a workplace environment that where most of the industry encourages work that creates anxiety. Burnout is one of our values is endurance over burnout. And we have partnered with two local nonprofit companies being Be Nice and Hope Network that both focus on mental health. And that is because that aligns with, we are very serious about ensuring that our staff feels that they're not being burnt out. When we want people to take time off, we encourage them to take some space and and we encourage teamwork so that people can backfill. So the care that I want to exhibit here to the employees is that you matter, you're a real person, and you are not just an expense. You're not just a employee ID number. That sometimes comes at a cost because if we're running uh, from the top down that we just want to be most profitable 
I think we would doing it. We'd be doing it at the expense of our employees. So that that kind of helps with the, the employee side, the carrier side. As far as trucking companies go, I think a lot of people overlook the fact that logistics companies that are working with carriers, there's real drivers in those seats loading and delivering product. And if you've ever been in a truck, it's like hard on your body. It's hard on your mind. It's a lot. I mean, imagine, I don't know if the last time you took a road trip, but like if you go from Michigan down to Florida in a car, it's exhausting. It is absolutely exhausting. And they're doing that every day in out of trucks in warehouse environments and they're not always the cleanest places and they're sleeping at truck stops and they're so our way to care for our carriers is to make sure that we're respecting their drivers that we are encouraging them and thanking them for everything that they're doing uh a lot of times if if a carrier goes above and beyond we have a service that we can issue uh gift cards and a lot of times we just do it it is a thank you so much for what you did. You went above and beyond. Here is a gift card on us. And a lot of times it's received with, you did not have to do that. Wow. Like, yeah, no, we didn't have to, but it's it's the right thing to do. In addition to all of the normal things we need to do, pay you right, pay you fast, give you the information, set, setting you up for success, right? And that's a big mantra here inside of Vineline is setting up for success. And customers, I mean, just yesterday, we went and visited a customer and brought them all lunch. And it wasn't like we just bought them pizza. We asked for individual sub orders. And that seems like a small thing, but it, but it's not. I mean, it'd be easier to just order a bunch of pizzas and have the delivery person just go bring them there and be like, hey, thanks from Vine Line. And not that that's a bad gesture, but that's not extremely relational and that's not what we stand for. And that doesn't give them the care that they're asking for. So that's important for us to make sure that our customers recognize you, just like all the other parties that we serve, you matter and you are, you are supporting. We can't, I can't employ or Vineline can't employ these folks without your support. And because of that, we owe you that. Vendors, same way. I think they can be overlooked. Oh, whether or not they directly impact revenue or what have you, the person that cleans our office should know that she's doing an amazing job. And the person that is uh, providing us our transportation management system should know they're doing an amazing job. They both matter, right? And so across the board, these four categories, this, these customers, carriers, vendors, and employees all have to be recognized in different ways. We can't blend them all together. They have to be separate because they are, they do have different needs. As we neared the end of our conversation, Steve recalled to me some of the challenges that they faced along the way of growing their company. But it sounded to me like this emphasis on relationships, this emphasis on care is ultimately what has helped them get through those challenges. Listeners may want to know like, okay, it can't, it can't all be good. And I want to be sure that people know there has been some serious challenges along the way. It's not easy to grow a company. It has been taxing and there's been sacrifice and there have been conversations uh, where people do feel burnt out. We have to be so cautious of that in the growth because this is the time where you put in more time at the ground level to create it and to launch from it. And that could be hard. And for those that are, are attempting to do or are doing something similar in their own industry or even if in the same industry, 
I'm sure they can attest that it's, it's difficult. It's difficult and it's stressful. And to be able to find those, those avenues to be able to release that, that stress or balance yourself out, whether it be working out, whether it be your religious interests or whether it's your community that you've created or eating right or whatever, whatever it is, the challenges bring forth so much that burnout's going to lead you to do more vulnerable things. And I think to know that that is a normal and, and to surround yourself with people that look out for you, like my business coach and, and my family and my wife. And there's so many people that look out for me to make sure just to check in. You doing all right? You doing all right? Seems like you've been pretty busy. It's like, cause it is, it is, it's a lot. It's a lot on a daily basis. So the challenge, the challenges are there and they're real and, and they come and go. And um, that's a true part. That's also been a part of our journey. I think it creates thicker skin, but it's about pivoting and being able to work with your team to navigate those times. I would say that just in, just encouraging listeners who are in the same or are interested in doing something and not to hear that it's, Oh, everything's great. Um, where we feel lucky. It's, I can't tell you the amount of gratitude I feel, but it also, there are days where I'm like, what are we doing? Right. This has been a wild ride. And again, I'm, I'm excited to continue and I'm, we're excited to be able to continue to employ new people and offer our customers more and offer more to our carriers and, and be able to do more with our vendors and growing something. I think too, I want to be able to look back and be proud that either we grew something successfully or we tried really hard and we didn't do it by doing the wrong things. We did it by telling the truth. We did it with integrity. And at times that, again, that coming at a cost, it comes at a cost. You can build a company by lie, cheat, steal, and all that stuff, right? But it's not the way we're going to do it. It's not the way we're going to do it. So a lot of lot of passion there for all of the things that I had mentioned. At the core of it, though, treating people well is paramount. It just absolutely is. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast. And a massive thank you to Steve Lyons and the Vineline Logistics team for being featured in this episode. To connect with Vineline Logistics, you can find links to their website and social media in the show notes of this episode. Good Morning Grand Rapids is produced by InPhase Media, a Grand Rapids-based podcast production agency. We help businesses create high-quality podcasts, and then we help turn those podcasts into blog posts, LinkedIn posts, short-form videos, all with a focus on driving business growth. To learn more about how we can help your business, visit us at InPhaseMedia.co.